Hey there. This episode of Driving While Awesome is brought to you by Heel and Toe Apparel. Go to heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash DWA to get uh, 20% off your purchase of fine shirts and other things like that. It's Driving While Awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. If you have coilovers, no, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. <laughs> Guarantee you there will be a lot of scents of occasion. If you if I go to your house right now, there's going to be scents of occasion. What what did you uh, what did you eat tonight? Some uh, crawdads, hush puppies. I guarantee he didn't have Cajun food. No, he I did had not. some jambalaya, gatomio, <laughs> bumbo. Oh, tonight I want to see a band of bingo. You know what I'm talking about? Texas tornadoes. Oh, yeah. Definitely next to Radwood, we're having it catered by the catering truck. Sense of occasion, Cajun. Nice. <laughs> Almost got it. <laughs> Radwood. So let's talk about what Radwood what Radwood could benefit from next year because as a first event it was super rad. Yeah. It didn't need much, but So Art Art was on um Motor Affair the other day mm-hmm. and he said something, you know, he said basically the first one was a litmus test. Yeah. And it was just kind of judging. Like, we didn't know if 10 cars would show up. We didn't know, you know if anyone would dress up. Yeah, we didn't know if people would actually dress up. And it ended up being 150 cars and 300 people or so. And it was a huge success. So I think now we have that basis that we can build on. And we can have, you know, we can have a, a DJ. And we can have, um, maybe we'll pull in a half pipe with, you know, like... You can do some cool kind of 80s. Yeah, like we partner yeah. with people who are into that stuff. Yeah. I got like another BMX crew who can come out and do their And we have legitimacy. We have like something. We have concrete stuff behind us. We're like, hey, last year, here, here yeah, we can show you all this stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Another thing, too, is I wasn't anticipating, but it makes perfect sense when I think back on it, is there's a lot of kids there. There's a bunch of kids, and we yeah. don't have anything for the kids. Like, yep. And maybe just... Like we have a friend who does balloon art and uh, something like that could be cool. Um, a photo booth would be fun to have people be able oh, to take photo booth. pictures would be cool. of yeah. their outfits. Yeah. Oh, Tristan from uh, Clutch Kick, he mentioned we should have a place like when they come, when the cars come in, they drive through and we take the same picture like Lifter Holt had yeah. at the, I don't know if they had it this year, but last year they had it. Did they in the, the warehouse? Drop? They, their backdrop was—I mean, the was backdrop could be the ocean and the city, sure, which would be perfect. Yep. Um, and at Lufkuhol, it was like inside this building mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with these like old. That's windows a great idea. Stuff. How about this? Totally thinking outside the box. Eighties or nineties inspired boats. Oh, anchor off the there. shore. Just are they allowed to be there? Just though? saying. Of course they are. There's right there was a yeah. How far out though? Well, whatever's safe. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. want to be blowing it, but dude, like speed boats and stuff, like a Miami Vice Don Johnson boat. Forrest Lipman was talking about bringing. He's yeah, I know. Like, well, I that's brought mine. That's what he said. I asked him if he brought an '80s car. He's like, "No, nah, we just brought the Porsche." But um, we could have brought it. We could have towed our boat. And I was like, "Dude, you should have driven your boat yeah. right here to the water. That would be right. Swam into the show." 
Um, so anyways, there's so many things you can do. Maybe a, an earlier food truck? Just <laughs> yeah, That's key. I think a breakfast truck would be cool. Yep. That would uh, be cool. I think, I think also starting at like more like 9-ish or even like 9.30 and running it till... Three. Three and really like, you know, saying, here's the time. You can't leave until three. You know, and then we make special... You know, we can, if someone's like begging us, hey, I need to leave, then yeah, yeah. we'll let them, obviously. But, yeah. you know, kind of, kind of make it known that we want people to stay. And that's what, that's what a lot of shows that I've done in the past, like for work and stuff, they really like preach that to you. It's like, you can't shut down until this time. And then the awards show would start at one thirty, Exactly. And people could have already eaten lunch, but then you have like another hour of that and then, then it's over. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I mean, um, I think yeah, like the the PA system was one thing we discussed. Like to be to to announce like the different events throughout the day, right? Like in fifteen minutes, we're going to have you know whatever exhibition, or we're going to have this award ceremony, or you know whatever, and actually have an itinerary kind of laid out, right? That you can have displayed there for people to know. Because yep. um, I mean, that's the thing is like you got to kind of keep people entertained, right? Like I mean, once people are just have walked around and seen all the cars, like and they've chatted with everyone they want to speak with. Especially when you don't have food show up on time, they're like, "Fuck this place, I'm out!" Right? Not just that, if you have kids and there's yeah. nothing for them to do, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's yeah, just all really... part of it. You yeah, know? for sure. So, yeah. Well, anyways, super successful. You guys should be super, really proud of yourselves because Brian and I didn't do shit except for pick up coffee, <laughs> um, and uh, it was great. I've never been to a, I've been to a lot of car shows, and I've never been to one with that type of diversity because I've never been to a car show like that. There's never been an '80s and '90s car show. There's been car yeah. shows where there's cars from the 80s and 90s with a bunch of other stuff, but this was really cool. Um, so, anyways, I think it's uh, something to build on, and, and it won't be hard to improve. You know? are, are we building the next generation of good guys? Yeah. In a way. Rad, yeah. rad guys? In a way, yeah. <laughs> rad, rad guys, guys. totally. Yeah, basically. I mean, it's, but it's a little more, is that a, is that a bad thing though? Don't we no, kind of hate on that? No, cuz it's also it's also tongue in cheek. We're also mocking it by dressing that way. Like good guys are actually serious. They're being tough guys, but yeah. or uh And they're actually in that. That's yeah. what they're doing. They're like, yeah. "Oh, this is cool." The we're, we're kind of saying, "Oh, the 80s and 90s were were funny. Let's dress like that for a day." But the cars are <laughs> rad yeah. and let's like celebrate them. Yeah. I think I heard someone on the on your podcast after the show say that it was the perfect combination of hipster meets car. Yep. You know, meets car show, which that's probably true. I mean, for a lot of people, hipster is defined by that '90s kind of doofus yeah. look. Like if we had that we show it. in LA, they, people would not have to dress up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there were some people where I, where I they didn't they weren't really dressed like up. Like if just... Joshy Robot showed up. He would not have to dress up. See, I told you he wasn't going to come. <laughs> he would yeah. just blend right in. Yeah. Um, um, so it sounds like uh, there'll be another one. For sure. Now you guys got yourself in a, a hole here. You got to do it every year. <laughs> but here's the yeah. thing, dude. I mean, yeah, it's like a car show. You haven't seen it really before, like celebrating this era. And there was like zero notice. Like it was like two months for right. all this planning. Like now people have it in their head like, Oh, if I buy this twenty five hundred dollar weird car on Craigslist, like totally. this would actually be perfect for Radwood. Oh, totally. Now it's eight a months to think I mean, about. People like, are thinking about it, and so yeah. many people and your like, costume. I think so many people from not only the area but like California and other states are are 
wanting to come next year because they saw what it was this year. Well, I also heard or saw people on Instagram and whatnot saying that you should do on the East Coast or you should do one here, and yeah, it's certainly possible. But we were um, talking East Coast, like Detroit, and then we were also talking SoCal. Yeah. SoCal, I think, is definitely super easy. I mean, relatively easy, right, compared to the yeah. other options. I mean, then hey, Detroit and then East Modernica Coast. would be a rad spot for yeah, uh, SoCal, definitely. huh? Yeah, and I think, you know, we could we could kind of chat with a few different people, and there, there's so many options down there, I mean, for that type of stuff, you know. Because like, I think, like, big open spaces, you know, I'm down with the whole autocross component, too, that we had talked about in the past. Like, like there's definitely that element, you know, that we could add, too. Um, I can't imagine. I want to see a Cressida autocross. Oh god, that is so much work to do. Both like of those everyone things does one run. God, that'd be amazing. That'd be pretty fun. Maybe like on the way into the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you get your picture. Yeah, on the way um, out. I, yeah, exactly. I can't imagine a better <laughs> venue though. That Brisbane Marina, the parking lot, the fact that it's totally industrial or you know business yeah. park like. There's no one to bother and prime parking and secluded and cool kinda. views. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, no, it's great. What if just, you know, we're thinking out, we're spitballing here outside of the box. What if it was like a dinner thing where you hold it at a big venue, like a big warehouse and Mm -hmm. you set up dinner tables? I have one in my mind, but I think it would probably be pretty expensive. But then everyone stays for dinner. It's, it's basically, it's based around dinner. Like if you have a car on the show, that's awesome. And you bring it in and it's like, you're surrounded by these awesome cars, but it's like tables in the center. You bring your wife and kids and there's like a band and it's more of like an evening thing. I think you'd need the perfect venue for that. Yeah. You would have to have the baddest, like uh pier 41 or whatever those mm. crazy, uh, where they have the right. Oktoberfest, which would be pretty expensive. Yeah. Very. Yeah. It'd be interesting that to know those numbers. Grand, I believe yeah, we looked grand. into it. Yeah. Oh, did you really? Oh, oh, yeah. There you Holy go. Shit. <laughs> we looked in it for Radwood. Oh, snap. Uh, we're like, Oh, maybe it's like two grand or something. Right. Yeah. $30,000. Man, that would Holy be very shit. cool. But, uh, you need, we need to be charging, sponsors. you know, 25 bucks to get Brisbane in. Brisbane Marino is, I think the base was, under a hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's just all the additional permitting and deposits. That Although we did end up basic. losing money on this event. So it definitely wasn't for a profit. Yeah. Right. Just no, giving no. back to the community. Yeah. If anyone's thinking about doing, doing this for a business. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you, I mean, I, I think also, you know, this is kind of inside baseball, but just also just planning out different positions and roles. Like, I mean, everything just kind of happened so fast. Like, we all intended on huddling before the event started and people just kind of started showing up and we're like, Oh shit. <laughs> like we just kind of had to jump in and, yeah. and start well, getting you could have stopped up. people from coming. You could have just had them park like, uh, basically form a line and right. get your shit together if you, yeah, if that, you wanted, but that is a good it call, all happened so well. And you art, man, you were, I know you were super busy and probably not hundred percent stoked at the time, but I think you were the best person for it. And, um, it all turned out really well with everyone parking and, um, yeah, I think you should be, proud of that yeah no it was it was it definitely i mean it was busy as you described but i was enjoying it i mean i was just because the the main thing that i wanted to go for was just kind of making cool backdrops and 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 most importantly one thing that i didn't mention on the previous podcast is trying to figure out ways and i think i I was talking to lane while it was happening is like of breaking up the cars a bit so that they're not all uniform and boring like so that each car has like you know that you can kind of 
digest it on its own. And like, you know, I remember, um, might have been Lane or, or you who mentioned this, Warren, but like walking around in Pebble Beach, like you see 12 mirrors in a row. They're all exactly, the lined up exactly the same. You kind of walk past them because they don't, they're not curated. They're not like, they don't have their own space, yeah. you know? And so. Yeah, I think that's, you did a really, really good job of that because there was, I mean, you know, uh, 993 and then Peugeot's and. I like the organized chaos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like exactly. even with the, with the UR Quattro's, like I don't know if you saw how I staggered them a bit and, and faced them the opposite direction for that reason too. Cause the, one of them had like the JD or the JDM, the European front end. And I wanted that one kind of jetted yeah, out. The like, solid headlights. Yeah. So like just little, that was my main, main goal. And I mean, I'm glad that I was able to pull it off cause it was, you know, for the most part, I had a general idea of what cars were going to show up, but I didn't remember every single one, you know? So, and then on top of that, there's the randomness factor of when everyone's going to show up. So, um, it, but I'm, well, and there yeah. was like, you know, on the lawn, there was probably a good 35 cars that hadn't registered. So yeah. you kind of, you know, just random. Yeah. I had to just got kind of get them in there. Um, and one car that paid to be had with royalty. Um, and if you're listening to this, uh, I don't know what happened. I mean, it, it was the guy, with the, the guy with the 930 also. Like, he, I, I saved a spot because of what I was going to do is I put, um, uh, damn, I forget. Uh, it was the 928, the white 928. Remember at the end? I yeah. wanted to put the, the 930 next to that. And, uh, wait, what 930 was it? It was a white one and he parked in the huh. lot way late. Like, he showed up super late. Huh. I don't even know uh, I saw it. it. All, yeah, it all worked out. I managed to work, uh, to squeeze someone else in there. But I mean, just like stuff like that. I remember actually thinking in advance, trying to get certain cars in certain places and I had to kind of improvise, but I'm, gl- I'm oh, glad it Lotus worked out. Oh, the Lotus went his spot. Oh, that's where so. it went. Yeah, the Lotus that went. That was his nice. cool. The Lotus. Um, I also want to say a huge shout out to those people who really dressed up <laughs> yeah, and yeah. put forward the effort because I, I just didn't expect that. I knew what we were, you know, obviously we were going to like have fun with it. Um, I was amazed. I was amazed. I mean, people that I'd never the met. percentage never of people that dressed up. And like to the nines. I mean, yes, the stockbroker yes, so look, the Andre Agassi. So rad. Never, that was, I was so impressed. Like never putting down the cell phone, never putting down the tennis racket. Just like, like in it. Brian. Totally that. Yeah. Never and putting everyone, down the skateboard. Yeah, and everyone having a blast. Like Brian even rode to the show with the skateboard, like in his lap, or he was he was going to because he wanted to be able to get out of the car with the skateboard. <laughs> like so, two hour or hour and a half drive, like he's gonna jump out of the car with the skateboard. But uh, yeah, that was really cool. And shame on you if you didn't dress up. You're blowing it, and there's always next year. But uh, I think you know who you are. I talked to a few DWA friends that. We're just like, oh, nah, I'm not going to buy anything. Brandon. Oh. On a so shame. Anyways, anyways um, you know who you are? I'm not going to put you on blast, Porsche oh. hobbyist, but if you want next year to <laughs> dress accordingly, you're welcome to. It. Um, and so there will be a next year. Hell yeah. I think so. Dude, yep. I, I, as people were leaving, they were asking me, like, this is going to happen more often, right? Like, even more frequently <laughs> more than a year. <laughs> no, not um, more yeah, often. Forget a year. They're like, no way, dude. Get, let's do this. Like, I think we just stuck to, Crazy. Yeah, to, like, one rally a year, one big car show a year, and then all the other little stuff. That's dude, it's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. It gets pretty much, unless we stop working, we yep. don't have a lot of time for it. Yeah, yeah. just kind of dial it in. Yeah, I mean, that's basically it, is yeah. once you, you've done it a few times, like, obviously the... The second Coastal Range Rally was bigger, but we had a lot of the the backbone to it. Yeah, we had all the groundwork kind of laid. And so we we didn't need to do quite as much, um, like, 
wondering what yep. it was going to be like. And we can make it, we can spend the effort making it a little bit better here and there. Exactly. Yeah, because we were confident in what it would be. Yes. yes. We yep. knew what it, what it was capable of. Which, and now I mean, this has, this is like that, this is like Lufthansa 2 and 3 was like this huge thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of the ground, you know, that's what we're working on now with Radwood. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It was, I, think I, so too. I was, uh, I was blown away. I mean, I was hoping it would be something like that, but you know, you never, you never really know. Yeah, it could be the party that nobody comes to. You know, you're like totally. standing there and yeah, yeah. it's and cold it out, a, and you're like, oh, it was shit. a competitive weekend. I mean, Easy yeah. was having their thing. There good was guys races at Sonoma. There was good guys. Um, Beamer Fest in SoCal was a big thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, just that. That's like a yeah. lot right there. Yeah. Well, I, I do think next year it'll be way bigger, um, as big as you want it to be because, um, the word is out and it's, it's very unique. Um, and where else can you go to a car show where you're next to three Peugeots, a ZR1 Corvette, uh, three Audi Quattros? I mean, right there. Like that. Dude, it's so DWA. Like it's, it's so rad. DWA. It's yeah, like the exactly. shit that we talk about all the time, and it's like, oh, okay, bam, right there. Yeah. And then this huge JDM like contingent of yeah. cars, like uh, Starlet and uh, uh, Integra, Toyota, and whatever, a vintage Prelude, <laughs> a vintage Cressida, off road trucks. A86s, which was, that one was so crazy. I don't know why he left so early, but, um, the one that Art loved. Yeah. Um, Land Rover. Fantastic trucks. Like, you get those shows individually where it's all the same of each one, but you don't get them all together. I was so stoked when we got the Back to the Future truck and the DeLorean. And by the way, I know. And And that was random. The owner of the DeLorean is a sync, or, uh, what is it called? What's that music, dude? The Synthways. Synthwave producer FM eighty five, and he's like kind of somewhat famous in that Dude, that world. Well, I will also say that that, that Delorean was probably the nicest one I've ever seen. It was so it was clean. They're it was always dirty and perfect. And like, it was stainless was like perfect, huh? Yeah. The interior was spotless. He had was the, it an auto or a manual? I Anymore? think it was a manual. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Um, I have a picture of it somewhere, but. Uh, yeah, it was great. And then huge shout out to bring a trailer for uh, not only coming to the show, but talking about it a little bit before the show and then doing a write up on their website yesterday or today. Yeah. Um, and I got to talk to Patrick from bring a trailer for a while. Super good guy. Um, we got to have them on the podcast for sure, or yeah. at least involve them in the next event kind of thing. So, yeah, well, they've already, yeah. we need to go to their facility. They've invited us already I know. a couple I, times. I know. It's just a matter of getting yeah. up there or out there. Uh, but yeah, yeah no, exactly. how sick, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it was, I tried really hard, and this is kind of one of those shitty things where like the go to, you know, best in show could have easily been that Lancia, but like I wanted to give love to other cars but that car was fucking awesome i mean it, all it needed was a little more sidewall on those tires oh. well i mean that car is also one of those art that was that would have been uh best in show that was bought with the checkbook right i mean it wasn't taken from a, a car that needed love and and turned into something like most of those cars were i feel you yeah um imported like that but uh, uh certainly i'd say the most rare car that we had at the show, uh, maybe that Prelude, <laughs> but right. uh, it's up there, right? 
Yeah, that Citro um, and CX is definitely those are not common around here either. But Lancia has when when do you ever see those? The, the, the Delta Integrales, especially the Evo ones. I mean, those are insane. Yeah, rare. that's the key. I think that's the key right there. Is yeah. the Evo is even more so? I think that's the so. only one I've actually ever seen in person. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. I mean, dude, we didn't get a single E30 M3. I know, huh? I, I try to get that. That were modified. The one dude that, uh, remember M-Tech he had convertibles. Oh, yeah, we yeah, had two of those. Favorites. Uh, those are actually, those are the appearance package. They're not the real ones, but, uh, but yeah. Also, the, only one E36 M3. Which was super cool, by the way. It that was wide cool body? One. Yeah, I've seen that guy on Instagram before. Yeah, but everyone's doing that wide body. It's how about an interesting that, uh, kit. How about that, that, uh, RX7? That was nice. 86 RX7. Oh, wait, the, the park. The crazy one with the parking lot. The with white the, one? The Lambo doors? Lambo doors. Oh, that one. Yeah. Was he on the in the show? Like, did he pay to come and all that? Uh, he, I I don't know. He I, was, I think he paid on the spot. He was yeah. like a performance artist the whole yeah. time detailing he was standing it. standing on his car. Yeah, you got stuff, pictures on the roof. <laughs> I Well, it's on the Camden Tub 200 episode. Uh, they are talking to him, and it's got like six layers of paint like super deep paint like yeah there's he, a lot going on it, it was like a japanese drift missile he usually has anime an anime rap whoa but he just yeah. got that paint job done yeah itasha. what's that called again art yeah, yeah. itasha itasha and he was on the cabinet tub podcast he was talking about how you know it's like a very small group of uh people who do their cars up itasha style and in norcal yeah wow yeah, well, that was very cool. And then the parking lot, like most car shows, was uh, pretty cool as well. But one of the coolest things, so my our, our cars were all kind of parked as like an entryway. And then behind my car was another red 944. I think it was an S2 or a Turbo. It was a Turbo. But it was this, this girl. Yeah. Like, I saw her show up, and I think someone even said, oh, you should drive in there. And, and she was like, ah, it's okay. And she got out and went and walked around and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, solo uh, 944 owner. It was and... just cool to see, like, just, you know, a, a girl, right? Not, <laughs> not some, I mean, a girl car enthusiast, not with some dude. Like, yeah, just right. No, I mean, that's, car. that's new territory. Yeah. <laughs> it's unexpected. It was just nice to see a girl. <laughs> I, I love seeing Lane work that out and try to say it out loud. I can't explain it. It's like one of those things, right? You want to be, be politically correct that. and you want, you want to be respectful, but ultimately it boils yeah. down to the fact that there aren't a lot of women in, in the, the car hobby. Yeah. You know, if you go and yeah. you look at all, like, I think every other car was owned by a guy. Right. And to have a girl get up in the morning and go, I'm going to go to Radwood yeah. today. And that's, yeah. that's a great choice. So it's a rad car too. That, yeah. So Turbo 944. That was super clean, cool. right? If I remember correctly. Yeah. No, it was good. Um, and one, then, uh, one thing that I love about this show is just that it's like, it's, it's super attainable. Like it kind of bends your mind where you could be a legend at Radwood for less than $5,000. Yeah. Absolutely. All you have to do, like, BRZO Craigslist, it's like a ripe, you know, yes. it's, it's like ripe for the picking. I'm like, already thinking about the nationwide next, next yeah. show, what I want to bring. Dude, I there's been a couple cars for 2500 bucks, and I'm like, <laughs> so I, I absolutely don't need another car, but that would be perfect for Radwood well, and probably reliable. Need something. I yeah. think that's where we kind of, like you said, oh, isn't it kind of like Good Guys or one of these shows? That's where it's different. Like, those shows are all about having the most perfect... Right. You know, those guys are out there waxing their cars and stuff. Spending we, a ton of money on paint. We appreciate the perfect. We but do. It doesn't we appreciate need to be it, but perfect, we appreciate all of it. It doesn't yep. need to be a perfect $60,000 no, car. It needs right. to be a perfect $3,000 car. But you could also buy a somewhat ratty, original... 
you know, just kind of a yeah. car, a driver. Yeah. And it'll get just as many looks. Yeah. Ali will appreciate it just as much. Racing Ali was saying that, uh, you know, here's a guy who owns one of the nicest 2002s around a uh, 911 GT3 RS. Is it an RS? Uh, uh, no, GT3. Yeah. GT3 with a big, with a big wing. Um and he just bought that minty uh, E320 cab. E320 Cabriolet with 26,000 miles, right? So he can pretty much, he has a good taste and he can buy any car. And he, was, he was talking about if that E320 cab deal fell through, he was going to buy that Subaru with those graphics, yeah. the desert graphics that was on Bring a Trailer. Oh, so good. Featured on Bring a Trailer, but it was a Craigslist ad. I didn't see it. Fully restored, like what was it? Art like an eighty-five? Yeah, wagon. Super yeah, GL. It was, sweet. it was stunning. Yeah, it was like was it Brian's dream car, actually. But it had <laughs> these like Southwest graphics that were period correct. Yeah, I mean, perfect. It was. He was perfect, ready to make it happen. Like that was. He was more pumped on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because of Redwood, yeah. and he also yeah. sent us that CRX Strawman convertible. Oh, that thing was so cool. Down in LA, I think it was six thousand dollars. Did you guys see expensive. the Volkswagen Cabrio? With the box fender flares, it was for sale for like thirty five or twenty five hundred no. bucks. Uh-uh. Oh, no, but one, a Volkswagen was... Cabrio in stock condition would have been amazing to have, right? Yeah, white on white, bitch basket. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's also the one of the only. It's probably the only car show I've ever been to where the car show is better than the parking lot. Yeah. Because, you know, the parking right. lot is usually that interesting kind of... We're like taking the, the parking patina. lot and bringing it to the front. Exactly. Like, it's like the drivers. We're taking cars and coffee and yeah. making it into a car show. Yeah. And I think that was the coolest thing about as it. As long as it's 80s and 90s. Yeah. Because our cars and coffee is all-inclusive. Which but yes. is so great because it, it, it takes away that whole car dealership kind of aspect of it. Oh, totally. Where you don't have, you know, the totally. last Canepa, there was... There's a fleet there of challengers. Challengers in yeah. a row, and you're like, come on, guys. It's like, ridiculous. And at the same time, it lops off the other end, too, which are the super desirable, yep. mostly expensive and restored vintage cars, cars that are yeah. very unrealistic. Yeah. yeah. And so it lops off both of those ends, where it's mm-hmm. like, it's just more friendly and attainable, yeah. kind of. And now you're seeing special cars that are hard to find, like a minty prelude that you've never seen yeah, on that. Yeah. It's like, where else would that be in a car show? That's what I'm saying. Nowhere. The yeah. Cressida. I, where I know else? what I heard from a lot of people and that I like about this group. And I think it kind of goes across the board with, I think everything we've actually done thus far is that people are like the, everyone is super cool. Yeah. Like all the people, everyone's like really friendly. There's not like, there wasn't a lot of egos and just, you know, douchebags and stuff yeah. like that. I'm totally with you. Um, so what was missing from the field? Fox at, body Mustang. Yep. Of course. That's a huge, yeah, GT. by the way, on the way home from Reno this weekend, I saw a, uh, dude drive. It was super hot out middle of the day driving with his family in a five liter convertible Fox body Mustang. And I was like, Oh man, so rad with that guy's. We didn't have a rabbit GTI. It. We didn't know rabbit cab. Yeah. 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 Um, Kuntosh. Black of American and uh, Kuntosh. How about Kuntosh. no Ferraris on the grass? I know that Mondial was supposed to be showed up super late. Showed up at like eleven. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's. I think that would be really key. Is some of that super gaudy '80s stuff that like know. a Maserati bi turbo. Even we yeah. didn't even have that. That's I think a, anything that one. that would have been at, at this at home with that slant nose cab. Yeah. Which is like a Testarossa, a Countach, a whatever that that a angle. A Jeep Grand Wagoneer, a Jeep Wrangler with square headlights. Nope. 
No. What? <laughs> Maybe. Absolutely. Only if it has period perfect everything. Dude, it works watch, for watch, headlights, like more watch the, 90s. the movie Clueless. Late, later 90s, though? <laughs> Clueless. But those were late, like, yeah. right? The square headlight one was... No, was that it? was 80s, 90s. Was perfect 80s minty too? one. You're, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. But... Just barely. You just hate Wrangler yeah, so I don't much. really care about that. If it had graphic, if it had That's like what the, I'm saying. dude, get the one with the, the sunset on the, the, sun, on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What else was really missing though? Oh, how Fox about a, what about a Hobie Cat van again? Fuck yeah, that'd be oh, cool. There you go. Absolutely. What do you think, Art? Harlequin Mark Three? We're missing all American stuff, like the little like. How about a GNX or a oh uh, yeah that's that angle yeah or uh, what's uh, what's the one everyone likes Grand National yeah. How about a Dodge Aries what everybody did yeah, their driver's know, training in I was thinking perfect. of Dodge Omni GLHS Oh yeah Oh yeah Perfect LeBaron Perfect LeBaron LeBaron convertible with wood paneling <laughs> Yeah We how needed about, that dude Perfect How about an early Supra How about a Saab 900 or Celica, Yes or Saab yeah, 900 exactly. Yeah Yeah my so that's my kind of my angle for How about sure. a Geo Metro <laughs> I'm like grimacing when I, wish, I, I wish say that. I had like a weird little yeah, lip exactly. twitch. How about like a Jetta Trek or K2 or I one of those I was thinking of that. I feel like that's, that's too late. late. That's, that's 90s, late. Though. I know. Oh, it's you know late we're 90s. Missing, dude, uh, freaking, perfect, yeah. We did mention, I think, in the previous Stock. podcast. And, or no, we it's did. Mark three, right? Z32, a 300ZX twin turbo, uh, the 90s yeah. one. Yes. Yeah, yeah we needed nice. one of those. We needed yeah, one of those. 80s 300ZX we did. I like the 280ZXs, too, with the T-tops. That would have been super. That's so 80s. Suzuki Samurai. Yeah, oh, that was a glaring yeah, that would miss. Be good. One that I had an angle on, but he, he's it was kind of hard to pin down. Was a a really nice Toyota van, the the mid. Oh yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, lifted and stuff. How about and, a Ferrari five twelve TR? Yeah, that could have easily that, come. That a friend of ours owns. Tom, I get a text like midday. He's like, or it felt like midday. It was probably like nine. Hey, what you doing? I'm just cruising around on the TR. Like, you up to? Oh, anything? we we um, it's my cousin's birthday today. Take pics for me. <laughs> like you I will take no pics. You're like, I'm not going to take a single damn pic for your ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I was really stoked on Kurt's uh, Camaro. I didn't look at that thing enough. Dude, it was fucking it was perfect. Really nice. It was ridiculous. It was perfect. Yeah, it's yeah. so clean, Window dude. sticker, I mean. And the Heartbeat of America license plate on the back. Yeah. yeah. So well executed. And then... The uh, ZR1 was really nice. The guy was like the typical Corvette guy. He like rode in on a. He had like plastic on the seats and stuff. And he had uh, painters tape on the yeah. sills. Yeah. On the Did you wheel see wheel? how nice that interior was? It was perfect. No, yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. yeah. White on red. Yeah. So good. And that green Corvette was really nice. That, that C4. Guy was super nice it was too. like a 96. It was yeah. last year of the C4. Yeah, he was a nice super guy. cool guy. He, what he, color he was interior was that? Up. I didn't see the, the interior in that. I don't remember. I kind of want a ZR1 commuter with the T tops. They're so cool. Do they cool, make T tops? Or a removable top on the Brian's ZR1? Brian's going to buy a $15,000 sure $25,000 commuter. <laughs> Not just that, but another shitty car that. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just so saying, afraid. the shit that we do isn't always logical. I kind of want that. Brian, I'm <laughs> I a fan. I contone it. Please do it. No, no but no, no, you don't. It's going to go up in value. It's going to be better. Art. It's going to be cheaper long term than my e golf lease. All right. Think about who you're. Okay, we can. I can donate too, but not for Brian. Mm. <laughs> Why? Why, Lane? Thing would be so dirty. Hey, my car has a sap on it. I think my hood has a sap on it. You think? What should I do about it? I'm like, well, did you move it out from under the tree? No, not yet. I'm just sitting there. I I'm like, okay. 
I think that uh, my window regular broke. You don't have. Oh, did you put a cover on it? No. Just letting us. Dude, I think to be fair, that's a project car that's sitting and not needed. If I, you know, wait, what? (laughs) There's no logic. I'm serious. I think that's clear. Like, you know, if I had, if if you have to drive it on a regular basis or something like that, you keep it on the road. By the way, no, but if you, I think it's a difference. Like, you can't just discredit everything I do because I have a '56 Chevy that's stored in the woods. Like, no, that wasn't I think about that's the '56 unfair. Chevy. That was about the, your Mercedes. It's the same argument. The bottom line, I'm is, just saying. I'm no, because your Mercedes stop. was like fresh at that point, and you, but the your head gas had blown, and you were planning on keeping it, but you left the windows up and let it get moldy. No. No, I think the bottom line is I put a is, plastic bag over it, so it's, <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. your window <laughs> isn't technically open. Uh-huh. You're preventing Brian from buying his. He's a not ZR1. buying a fifteen to twenty-five thousand dollars ZR1 anyway. Is that how so. much they are? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, fifteen to twenty. They're worth it. I mean, that's a. I mean, dude, compared dude, I'm to the a C6 Z06, that's a better buy. I'm the biggest Corvette hater ever, but a C4 has a. It has a period coolness to it. Like definitely, it's an '80s car. It is a 90s car. It's also rare, CR1, more rare to the see The engine one. is the only, you know, overhead cam Corvette ever. I mean, every other Corvette ever made is a pushrod engine. Right. It 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 has some cool stuff going for it. And it's actually, yeah. I think it's undervalued at the time. Absolutely. Yeah, they're, I mean, it's, they're, they're pretty amazing cars if you think about it. Yeah, especially like that all, that Lotus design motor is, is sick. They have like adjustable, like electronic suspension for the period is pretty epic and, it, the, and they do look pretty cool with the hood open and just seeing those big so fat front tires and the suspension yeah. right there and everything yeah and then i mean and the five spoke wheels on some of the later ones are rad looking yeah. the zr1 wheels are really good looking yeah and i yeah. actually do like the interior it's like it's so like just Dude, classically so good like it's like actually good for the 90s the design right it's super 90s but in a cool way yeah like not like How, the, you know the worst design is that door the inside door handles it's like these like four squares like it's like a silver Verado. It's so gross. Um, how about take it to the next level and go Callaway? Yeah, those are cool. That's that's Radwood. I love them. Oh Some yeah, Callaway for sure. Oh, like you mean like the actual have one? Callaway cars? Yeah, that would be fucking yeah. epic. Yeah. Um. All right. So one thing is now it's obviously the next leap is what what car do you get that's uh, Radwood Bueno, Radwood good, and Coastal Range Rally good? That's a great question. That's um, why you see E30s and. 944s because that works for both. Yes, but you—that's so common. Yeah, I know. So yeah, yeah it gets the mind. It gets the mind. Yeah. Um, you buy a carbureted 2002. <laughs> 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 Shit. <laughs> um, all right. So enough uh, patting ourselves on the back here. Um, anyways, people should come to Radwood next year. Yep. And dress up. Um. Project car updates. I know it was kind of a busy week for working on the show and kind of not having a lot of time to do I anything. Have, I don't have any with Yours is Radwood rolling. happening and everything. And you got a second decal on your car. That, oh, I did for Radwood. Yes, yeah, so you have good. a front corner and the yeah. opposite rear corner. Yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah, location good. for it. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. Oh, I put the Porsche script on the rear below the taillights. Oh, okay. Just the factory yeah. graphic. You get that online. I put or that back or on. Did you buy one? Oh, I bought it from Porsche a long time ago. Nice. I was just waiting to put it on. So I put that on. You did uh, the plates, by the way. Oh, I did my plates. Yeah. Can I have so a little feedback? What's up? Well, Warren looking at me this weird squinty look and stuff. Yeah, I just didn't know <laughs> if you were gonna. I know. Go for it. I'll... What? Nothing. 
Dude, can I just say before you even describe it? Can, we we got to hide a DWA in there somehow. Mm. I kind of like it too, dude. Really like small. do like Super you know off yellow on yellow, like something that where yeah. it blends, where you have to really look closely at it. Easter egg, super super small. Easter egg, Easter egg, Easter egg, Easter egg, egg style, super maybe. small. Even maybe it's just an A. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I made these stickers, um, and then I decided to put them on my license plate just randomly because it's and, like not tied together. Yeah. It's not what they're for, and. Uh, it kind of looks like the California sunshine plates of the 80s. They're just some sweet 80 gra- 80s graphics. Yeah, really and, cool. it, and it says, like, the Golden State on the bottom. And I made, I had them printed on reflective white vinyl. And it is a pretty close match to the white modern California plate color. I think I need that for my car. Yeah. And I put those stickers on the top and bottom. So it replaces, it, like, covered up the website for california for the dmv yeah, which so is those, the most ridiculous thing ever for those people not in california or not familiar for whatever reason in the last 10 years of license plates they've put on the bottom of our license plate it says dmv.ca.gov on every plate yeah like we need that on every single license plate yeah we know how to use the internet we're gonna search for it if we don't and what are address. you trying to sell? Like, you're a monopoly. It's not like we're... Well, it's like they're trying to get people to go online to ease the burden of this, the place. And, of course, we want to go online to do shit. We, no one wants to go to the DMV. And, and you know what they're not doing <laughs> is coming up with a catchy slogan or something fun that you could put right like there instead. Like a sense of a Cajun. <laughs> <laughs> like That's senses right. and smell? Uh, like in smell. Like the sense... Of smell. <laughs> oh, I think you're on to something, We should make a shirt like that or something. We should. <laughs> so, like, hot, Who would come up with such hot. an idea? <laughs> so the modern California plates also have California written in a cursive up top. Which isn't super annoying, but it, it it's is. It's not that bad, but it's, it's just kind of boring. Kind of like, boring. And, this and it's not kinda, period correct. These little stickers uh, I made kind of look like the California plates of the 80s, the sunshine plates. So, you know, I just made I made a couple of these stickers for people to, like, hang on their walls and stuff like that or put on their binders. Yeah. But I put them on my I, – I just put it on the license plate. I thought it looked cool. And it comes off. Sticker placement yeah. after you're done Yep, being in a parked private so, property area. Yeah. Um, well, I like those. Pretty cool. That is cool. I think I might start selling them. Okay. Um, I don't have any project car updates. I got my, I waxed my car. I paid someone to wax my car. Nice. Um, Biff? Biff. Two Which cokes. car? My E30. <laughs> Before the show yeah. or after? It was waxed. Ooh, the car looked nice. It was nice. real nice. Yeah. Um, any updates that you're going to make for Radwood next year? New car. A new car. A new car. I'm going to bring something different. Really? Radwood, yeah. Do you already have something in mind? Yes, Brian. I do. It's a is it a car that you already own? No, it is not a car I own. What? You're getting all art on us. You're talking <laughs> no. for two reasons. You're talking about buying a new car, and you're being super cagey about it. No, art would be saying... Art would talk a lot about it without talking about <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. He'd be like, it's a car that rhymes with Schmolvo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you uh, may be taking a ride for it and someday on the trip. <laughs> Remember maybe. that one time, Warren? When... Exactly. I would text you a um, picture of like a, like a exactly. part of it. It's like the quarter panel area, yeah. maybe. Yeah. With his shoe in it. <laughs> yeah. You'd text me a picture of the tread pattern on the ground that the car made. 
um, yeah, there's some ideas. I'm not going to commit to anything because if I don't pull through, then uh, I'll get shit. But uh, I have plenty of time. That's a good, that's it a good thing. It is a year away. Yeah. How about you, Brian? Any project updates? But wait, before you go on, what you said about a car that's both Coastal Range Rally and Radwood would be cool. Okay, good point. Nice. Glad, glad we waited yeah. for two that. Birds. You stopped. Wow, glad we progress glad of the we podcast. Two, <laughs> two birds with one stone. Uh, well, uh-huh. you know, Tell actually, us more. Tell us more. <laughs> I'm just saying that the car may be purchased before the next rally, not just the next Radwood. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, okay, you're getting like art now. <laughs> Super arty. This is but total so artsy. Art was, art was listening. Total art bold, Wait, you yeah. guys shut up for a second. Art, what do you think? No, and, Am and, I, and I think that's... Direction? Yeah, your direction is very valid. I, I agree. So, <laughs> are you so, as frustrated as we are when you're no, listening? No, he's like, yes, really that makes sense. You. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yes, no worries. Um, but no, what I was going to say, though, is going back to the... the um, just so, you can just tell Art anything. All these copies. He's a fucking parrot. I know. fucking parrot. Ron Burgundy. No, so one car that would fit that description and that I mildly regret not buying was that beautiful Euro 500 SEC that was at the show. Dude, you blew that was it, so dude. rad. That thing was so nice. He, he had to put some Paul Mitchell, it. dude. But it's no, so but good, dude, dude. Hey, the fucking SECs peaked, man. I'm only in it for that the profit. That thing was so... And it had the AMG steering wheel, factory AMG suspension. Yep. Euro like, bumpers. Like, all specced out from the factory. Euro and, bumpers. Dude, that thing was amazing. That, that guy... color was excellent. Paul Mitchell, besides having an awesome Radwood name. Dude, he's a hair salon heir. (laughs) He, so he used to like write for European cars. That is the coolest dude. Like we were talking, we ended up talking for like a half hour and it wasn't because we were like trying to be weird. It was like, we kept like trying to be weird. weird. (laughs) I mean, okay. Sometimes you get impressed by a girl. Brian's trying to get weird. (laughs) Let let me just say this distinction. So sometimes you get stuck in a conversation with somebody for a long time. I don't and, know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've never been. <laughs> That's never situation. happened to me. Yeah. Uh, dude, we just, they, we have like so many cars that are, uh, in common. He's like buying all these old Mercedes and dude, everything. Paul and he was is talking buying, about, he's, he, he has, has sold so like a many 535 cars. IS. That dude, he you guys have a super number of cars in common, Lane. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah 944s and everything. Yeah. And, and he has like the R107. Yeah. 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 He just bought a, he w- just w- bought like an SEL. Yeah. Yeah, it looked beautiful. Really good shape. Yeah, he just drove it home from L.A. I was like, like, dude, I just, I just went down and did road trip for. Oh a car. god, I overheard yeah, this yeah, part like, of the conversation. I overheard. I had to walk away. It was Brian <laughs> saying, "Oh, I just bought a car in L.A." And he's like, "Oh, how'd you get down there?" And I hear, like, I hear, like in the distance, I hear make a bus. I was like, oh, "Get me the fuck out of here!" Yeah, exactly. No, I had to leave. I kept that story anything. short. Maybe, maybe okay, okay. Now I'm I'm going back, and maybe I was the guy. Yeah, he was getting stuck in a conversation. Yes, with. <laughs> I think it's so. An unfortunate yeah, realization. Paul wants to buy a few of those stickers to put on his wall. Yeah, who's right. this? Guy? Yeah, why is this guy with a skateboard keep talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> Megabus, what? <laughs> All right, but hey, Art, that Mercedes is real nice. Is freaking awesome, it's dude. So nice. Have you dude. seen his 2002? Yes. Have you seen it? I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a sick ass car. I mean, the only thing is that I don't regret the reason that I didn't buy it though, is because I did. I still don't care for that pale ass tan interior, cream yeah. interior. Dude, it was so good looking. Not not I liked it. With the blue, blue piping? piping, but it should be great. I'm all about it. It should be great. Exactly. No, it should be great. It's it's freaking straight. No, it's good, but it's not great. No, it's straight like uh, yacht club color. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, Dude, I'm it's a like big the, yacht the guy. white interior with the blue piping and the navy blue color. But it, see, it wasn't the right. It's that tan. It's I like did, that it, light it's like tan. Cream. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't creamy enough. Not creamy mm. enough. It had like a yellow tinge you to guys it, but it wasn't yeah, yeah. cream. Yeah. yeah, Art and no I are on the same page this podcast. I'm making a mistake. Dude, yeah, <laughs> you and I are like, uh-huh. I'm not with Brian, by the way. I'm yeah, on you my are. Own. I'm on my own. Team Brian, Brian on the Mega Bus to Heaven. Nope. Yeah. Um, all right, so Project Car Updates. Anybody? Um, so I don't really have any, but uh, you drove the Skylark last last. Oh, podcast. yeah. We talked about that. No, we didn't. I don't think so. Um, well, okay, let me start. Let me... <laughs> Let me uh, start a different way. Yeah. Dude, why'd you bail on the drag race, bro? <laughs> I think Lane had something to do with it. Basically, we're waiting You think here. so? Okay. Lane, why did why did Warren bail on the drag race? <sighs> He's just scared, I think. I think so, too. <laughs> Lane said, hell no, we're going to be podcasting yeah, until midnight. It's going to be too late. And I said, okay, we need to plan it for when Art comes down, A, so he can be part of the action. B. We do need another filmer. And we need to do it a little earlier. And I know you said that's hard to do, but we need to make that happen. Or we can do it on a non-podcast night. Yeah. All right. Well, you you know, you have all these particular requirements. You make the rules, man. I'll be there. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> we're going to connect with this weekend, I'm not right? scared. Yeah, I am. Why don't Are you? you? Yeah. I'm going to drive down. I'm taking we're the 2002. Uh, why don't oh, you take the Mighty Max and uh, you guys can drag race after? I'm down. Right down Scottsdale Drive. Yeah. Brian won't go. <laughs> <laughs> too no, busy. I'd like to go. I'd like to go. I'm not that gonna stay till the end. But... Hey, you guys have a good time there, <laughs> Ryan. You're definitely gonna want to want to come out, dude. Because uh, my project car update is that uh, I had Kevin at Auto Works Detailing buff my car today. Um, Which car? My 2002. I'm, I'm supposed to be super excited oh, about that. Nice. Yeah, he polished it. Uh, it came out really, really nice. Uh, I'm pretty stoked on that. Uh, that was done. You're talking I, to the wrong guy, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Brian. I, don't I know. know why I, you call that definitely up. wrong guy. Um, and then I also uh, got the uh, oxygen bung installed or, or welded in for my AEM wideband, which I still have it installed and wired in. Uh, but. Uh, that's in the works. Um, and I also have had a shit ton of conversations with people about uh, figuring out the stupid carb situation. And now the conversation has moved over to timing. Um, so basically... Dude, I, just... I don't understand the conversation. Like, don't you just get a timing light and you just set the timing? No. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? I don't understand. So here's the thing. Um, so apparently it's the timing advance curve that needs to be set. So like, um, first you got to set timing and, and it's set at... 3,000 at 3,000 RPM, not at idle like a okay. all every single car that I've ever owned. So you set the timing yeah. there, and then you also have to check timing at different RPMs, and you want to and, and there's ways to optimize that. And so unfortunately, yeah, how do you make adjustments? That's the thing is it's based the on the distributor type. And so here's where shit gets weird is I went through the paperwork and I have a fucking Volkswagen distributor on my car. <laughs> Um, okay. and yeah, it's a Volkswagen pro billet distributor made by a company called white performance. Uh, and, okay. um, so I don't know. I mean, I what looked do you, it up. what do you, what do you change to change the curve? So what part do you apparently with this, with? with this one, you don't like there, like some distributors have ways to do that. And so it has to, it, it's the, well, so the, you set the timing. <laughs> no, 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 the components <laughs> inside are, are changed. And then there's, there are distributors that are actually programmable as well. Like there's one called like the one, two, three distributor, which apparently I want is the one to buy. And you can program it with your phone with a fucking app. Oh, so you, <laughs> oh my God. So you, so, okay. So what you're saying is. You want to get a distributor where you can change the timing curve. Not necessarily. The one that you have right for, now, yeah. you 
for you, now, you can't I, I adjust. Want to, I want to get a, a better understanding of what I have. Like, I just found out that I have this distributor, and I want to understand what exa- what 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 is the timing curve on this one, and I can check it. So basically, you set the timing at three thousand RPM at a set, you know, let's say at thirty six degrees before top dead center, and then you check it at different RPMs, and you can plot it and see. Where the, what the timing advance looks like, and the idea is that the time it's supposed to advance timing as the revs go up, right? And it'll and max uh, max timing advance should not exceed forty degrees, um, and it should be around there at like you know at the red line basically. But um, so by plotting that, then you understand what the curve is on this distributor, and you can determine if that is the right setup for my engine build basically and so it's like part of this whole tuning process right and so that needs to be done first before i even start tinkering with my carburetor because if that doesn't match if that's not the right setup for this engine build then i have to replace the distributor i i'd like to think that you know the the, the top end performance put the right distributor on there with the right timing curve with the timing advanced curve because um i actually did go through and and, uh, i think i mentioned this before um on the top end performance website, they have a picture of my engine bay for uh, for the Lynx manifold product that they sell, um, and it has this distributor on there. So I'd like to think that this is the the right one, but I need to go go through and do that. Um, and here's the thing that gets more interesting is that I can't check the timing with a standard timing gun. I need one that has adjustable timing advance. It's like this weird timing gun um, that I did order today on Amazon uh, with um, uh, freaking Jeff Wise's. Uh, advice <laughs> because apparently this MSD ignition setup uh, um, you, you can't check timing with a normal timing gun it, it, it's a special timing gun um, that you need so um, aren't these cars fun yeah, yeah dude <laughs> fucking jeez tinker toy I really like tinkering I like well, tinkering yeah, so what do you think Art what, what's your response to Warren making fun of you here um, do you do you are are you bummed on this? I, you kind of mentioned it before with yeah, the car I mean, just kind of being bummed on it, but I'm bummed because I can't enjoy my car and it doesn't drive nice yet. And I, I mean, I haven't. Yeah. So I'm like right now doing. I'm in the still in the research phase and compiling tools and trying to figure this whole thing out. And so it's a big learning process. Like I mean, I love to learn a new fucking skill set, but I mean, the the shitty thing is that my car still runs poorly. You know, it doesn't. I, I haven't been able so, to like rev it out freely and and enjoy the motor the way it's i mean for what it is right i guess i guess would you do you look back at the night that you purchased it and you think to yourself and and i'm I'm only bringing this up because i've probably been in the same scenario and done the same thing uh like you're kind of looking at the car with rose-colored glasses and you're like oh here are a few little things that i need to tweak but it's not going to be that hard um, I'll be able to dial this in. Uh, and then now actually getting into the details, you, maybe you get a better understanding for why the previous owner didn't get it dialed because it, it's more complex than, uh, you know, you maybe thought on the test drive. I guess. Yeah, it's possible. To, um, cause I mean, I, I, I'd like to think that the guy just drove it as is and he enjoyed it, uh, based on the way that the throttle set up <laughs> or the leakage is set up and everything. Cause at partial throttle, it's, it's fine. It scoots. It doesn't bog or anything as you, as you saw. I mean, it, it, it moves fine in traffic. It's just, um, I can't drive it like in a sporting manner, you know, like it actually go up in the twisties and do what I'd like to do. Uh, but I mean, yeah, ultimately to answer your question though, like, um, I do, I, I don't regret the purchase. I think it's a great car for the price, especially, but it's just, it is disappointing that it, there's so much more tuning involved. You know, like I, I thought, okay, I'm going to tinker here, maybe replace a jet or two. And now it's like becoming this whole fucking gigantic thing. Like I'm starting from scratch, right? Like where I looked at a motor that had brand new components. It's a fresh motor with fresh, with, with a brand new carburetor, uh, what, 
appears to be a brand new distributor that went with with the motor, and all this shit still needs to be done. But I guess tuning is tuning, right? I mean, that doesn't that doesn't involve the actual, uh, you know, how new this kind of. I I think this kind of goes with the whole tuning of cars thing and like modifications, where when you're buying another someone else's project, it is kind of scary because you even like going to buy brake pads, you're like, oh shit, I can't buy brake pads for. I don't know, you know, name the car, a 75 Ti or BMW 2002. I have to buy them for a Volvo 240 because it has Volvo, it has those brake calipers and stuff. It, you know, it's one of those things where you have to do all that research that was already done by the previous owner. Like whoever modified that car, like he kind of like the, they know everything that's into that car. Yeah. And then you coming fresh at it, it's not as simple because the car has been modified has a built engine, you know, has a different distributor, all this stuff. Like you're kind of going at it with, you know, with your, you don't have anything except for the paperwork. Yeah. And, uh, you can't just look at the, you know, Chilton manual and be like, okay, timing supposed to be at this and this and this. Uh, I think that's the bad thing about a modified car. For sure. And, 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 you know, if it was a stock setup, uh, which I didn't necessarily want, that's like the irony, right? Um, I could have taken it. The guy that I took it to in the first place would have had this shit dialed, right? Like within a few hours because it's all familiar. As you said, it's all, you know, standard stuff, but this, like, I mean, I, I took pictures of it and no one even knew what the fuck this distributor was. Like I had to go through the paperwork to figure out what it was. Right. And, um, it looks like this is a common thing, though, that um, there are some Volkswagen distributors, some Bosch distributors that uh, people use on BMWs um, and their mechanical advance. Um, in this case, it's like, you know, some fancy billet one. Um, and obviously you saw that it has like the mon- yeah, it looks yeah, cool. It has the monster fucking distributor cap with the MSD ignition setup and all that. But it just requires now additional special tools to actually even fucking set the timing you know i have a timing gun but it doesn't work right i need this other thing and so i mean it's interesting it's it's all a learning experience i guess just the biggest frustration is that i it's just taking so long for me to be able to drive my car and enjoy it like the way that i want to drive it you know i mean it's i just think you have an nsx also dude i know i love uh, that's like such a great thing to have right now it's like my blankie <laughs> it's my fallback uh but i mean I, I like that you call it a blankie i think that's awesome it's uh but right now yeah the car i mean i'm i'm, I'm definitely stoked on it though i mean it's the, the with the buff and everything it came out super nice um he was able to bring out like that orange peel in the hood that it had and, and some of the other imperfections um it's still not flawless but whatever it's it's a nice driver and um i'm excited to take it out and you know bring it out to i know a lot of people want to see it at Canepa cool as well. i'm stoked to see it at Canepa. Yeah. So one thing like just about this scenario is that you like in the end it is achieve like just it is modified it's got a lot of these random parts um but uh you know you can get past it and once you do you know like once you figure out all these issues then you, you can sell this car as a complete unit and somebody's going to be stoked on all of these modifications that were made and they're you know you're going to tell them what brake pads to get and it's going to be fine it's just that this is a painful part of the process that somebody has to do getting it all working together yeah. um and and so pain in the ass for you but also as a side effect at the end of it um you're going to know a lot more about cars in general and a lot of shit that you know, you may not have expected to learn, but, uh, are kind of a benefit, you know, and it's like, 
in the end, you're going to get a free education in a lot of uh, uh, little car details that may serve you later or something. I don't know. Silver lining, I guess. I guess if I decide to get another carbureted car, <laughs> we'll or see. I guess you just get the pain of it, and so you know then that you don't want that anymore for yeah. the rest of your life, and, uh, and maybe that's valuable and, too. And I gotta say too, that's what's interesting though is that uh, just you know the community that we that we have, and, and all, uh, and especially our listeners and the people that follow us, like at Radwood, for example, I had like seven people approach me and and give me advice on like people who i they, they wanted to connect me with uh because they heard that i was going through this shit and um i ended up talking awesome. to uh, kyle you know pastel blau um on instagram yeah yeah and uh and he's been helping me actually because he has this setup on his car uh oh. but he has basically it's the same manifold um you know slightly different distributor but uh he changed the carburetor out because he was saying how um it has to do with you know I don't want to go into details, but it has to do with the progression holes and, and the transition between like the, the idle circuit into like the, you know, the, I forget that the progression phase, which is like the middle before you get into like the higher revs and, and more wide open throttle kind of driving. Um, that transition apparently is renowned to be really kind of shitty on this particular distributor. Cause it's more on off. I mean, I'm distributor. I'm saying, uh, carburetor carburetor and so he replaced it uh with with this other one that he recommended and he was saying like that changed the drivability significantly but the odd thing is that i don't have that problem that he's describing i have a i have a problem where at wide open throttle like it just goes super flat and it just kind of bogs you know and, and it doesn't it's not tuned right so um but at partial throttle like it doesn't bog anywhere it just fucking cruises and it revs nice and smooth it still smells super yeah. rich i'm way i'm burning way too much fuel or not actually burning it unfortunately i'm passing way too much fuel but um and i can see it with my fucking gas mileage you know i put nine gallons in the car um and i drove it down to santa cruz and back and i barely made it home you know and i was driving super slow too and everything but um so i don't know but yeah, it's a still work in progress, um, and uh, I'll continue to mess with it. Oh, I also ordered my um, trunk uh, seal. I, put, I ordered a new seal for the trunk because I had mentioned that I'm. I don't know. If, I actually don't know where the fumes are coming yeah, from. Yeah, getting fumes in. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that's a part of it. Um, I haven't checked for exhaust leaks yet, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to figure all that out too. Uh, sealing it all up. Um, that's kind of it for me on the. Um, 2002 still work still working on wheels <laughs> haven't found any wheels hey, did you see that uh, bring a trailer auction for the orange 2002 yeah i did how crazy is that thing i know dude talk about like what, what's really odd for me is that someone spent like i think they said 850 hours like putting it together and they drove it 450 miles and are now selling it <laughs> wow um, like, that but, doesn't make any sense either <laughs> on to the next project maybe yeah. but man i mean the pictures of it down to the bare metal and then they welded everything up and then they have three coats of inca orange and three coats of clear um <laughs> the m rain interior a badass AC Schnitzer built uh, S14, right? Yeah. Um, it was pretty perfect. If you're into those, like resto mod, whatever. What do you, you think it'll it. go for? Like eighty? It was 90? at fifty already. Hundred? Fifty thousand? I think it'll, it'll go for hundred. I mean, it should. It should, right? Yeah. If the, those other ones, like yeah, like that beige one, went for seventy something. Yeah, exactly. That's a. I mean, it's a magazine cover car. Yeah. And done pretty tastefully. It wouldn't take much to do your own little tweaks to it to make it perfect. But you have to be into Inca Orange and the M Rain. I think those are the two. Oh, I love the Inca Orange. I do too. And it was done so well. I mean, all the, you know, inside the engine bay. I mean, it's 
perfect. Oh, and it had M rain. That's kind of not period correct. <laughs> it's not, it's yeah. full M2. They're making cool, it like though. their own M2 yeah. is what their angle is. Cool. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah, definitely a well, I mean, extremely well executed car. As you said, you know, some of the things are, you know, done to their own taste. But, but yeah, it's yeah. amazing, like the amount of effort that went into it. It's crazy, yeah. So we'll see. I don't know what it's going to go for, but it'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and the uh, that black black M6 that went for thirty thousand or something, kind of a lot of money. Black but, black uh, M6. Yeah. What? E twenty four. Last. Uh, yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty standard. Thirty Gs for a nice yeah. one. It was seventy thousand miles. I wow, think. that's actually pretty not too bad these days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be that the market is kind of like dropping a bit. Pretty low. Um, yeah, so anyways, th- I saw that and thought of you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for thinking. Yeah, yeah um, you know what? That's what we do around here. Yeah, what do you guys think? <laughs> I mean, should I just give in and, and, and fucking... I don't want to modify the body too much because I think it's... Because I, I know I'm going to sell this car eventually and it's just going to... What do you yeah. want to do? Well, I want to do Talk the wide wheels? steelies, man. Those are sick, but... I, uh, so you want to put like fender flares or something? No, you have to pull the fenders and, and the body the body work has to be pulled out a little bit. Like, how do you do that? It's you just won't get it back, or you, you won't get the money invested back. So if you're really thinking about selling it in a year, that doesn't make wait, sense. That's well, not nobody's an saying it doesn't cost money. Though. That's just like rolling the fenders, yeah. right? Oh, I thought you were talking about aggressive doing the rolling of the fenders. Did. No, no, not not to that extent. Um, but it's keeping. You don't have to like repaint or anything. No. Well, if you do it right, yeah. you have to use a lot of heat and time so that you don't crack the. Paint. I think you. I think oh, you might. I, guy, I think you JDM, might get that back, uh, Kyle, or something. Call them. It, it might be easier to sell if you do that. If you get the fitment dialed with some wide steelies and they're tucked up underneath, I mean, it could sell for more. And you don't have to pay to do this? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I would, unless I do it myself, uh, which I, I might initially. I, and, it's like an aggressive rolling of the fenders. Am I right about that? Uh, to, yeah. It's, I mean, well, so you roll the lips and then you have to actually massage, like you have to pull the body out. So the, the, the fenders themselves have to be like mm-hmm. subtly like pulled out and then, um, and then the rear quarter panels as well. But then you run the risk, as I'd mentioned before, separating the seam of the, of the, Wait, rear how do quarter. you pull it out? I don't Is really it understand. one of those like Eastwood fender rolling? <clears throat> It sounds like more than just fender rolling. Though. Like, like, the whole just body is pulled out from. How the... do you pull the body out? Like, what do you mean? So, uh, you can, a lot of people do it by hand. They're just like literally, or or pull, putting like um, like a two by four on the inside and just like grabbing it. With, oh, so like, you're just rolling it? No, just like you're no, you're literally different... pulling it out. Like you're holding onto it. Okay. Or, or just imagine using like um. Yeah, you're kind of bending the body work, yeah. essentially. Rather than just rolling, you're actually putting more force to push it yeah, out. And, yeah, and, and you can also use a fender roller. It's just you're not using it on the lip. You're putting it onto the body, like into the inside yeah. of the actual rear yeah, quarter panel. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, and you're putting pressure onto it and then rolling it back and forth <laughs> and then pulling it out with your hands. And So it's a lot of work. And the main thing for me is that it's just uh, – uh, I, I'm really struggling to find a set of wheels in the right fitment, and I I have a set available in front of me of these sick ass Barani Steelies, but it just requires all this work to get them to fit. And but dude, Art, weren't those fucking bank? Yeah, they're yeah, like fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean they're bank, but I mean it's but just you're such a rad to go that look. Route, huh? Well, I mean it's it's yeah. exactly what uh, it's the look I'm trying to go for. That the I that mean, would be a cool look. It is. That is why you bought the car. If yeah, you remember, it's you wanted to do. There's been plenty of two thousand twos that have gone. You know, the, the, you've seen pictures of, but you had an idea in your mind yeah. of getting the right look, That's doing the thing. it up. 
the right way. That's the thing. And that's and you have the motor, you have this the upgrades here and there. Maybe you shouldn't be shy about I doing know. a bit of fender rolling. Call your boy JDM Drew. JDM right? Drew, that's yeah. his name. Yeah, yeah, no, he no can doubt. Roll and that's that's exactly what it boils down to, dude. Like, cause I feel like I'm too stuck on like this idea of like I'm gonna affect the value of the car, but it's like. I want to, I should own this car Already. and enjoy the fucking thing, right? Like, I mean, it's yeah. also uh, being a 75 and you already put Euro bumpers on. You, you know, it's it already has a different motor with it's it's not like a timepiece car. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's and that community, I think, is very receptive to modifications like that. Yeah. So, if you're going that way, it's it doesn't seem like a bad car to do it with. Yeah. You you're yeah. not starting with Rubens, you right. know, 2002. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm just I gonna agree. freaking go for it, dude. Because the more I think, I think about so, it, dude. the more I think about it, it's like I don't want to compromise the drivability of the car. That's another thing. So I have to figure that out because, like, as I mentioned before, like you have to run max camber up front, and like that's why, like, you look at Ali's car, and um, although his suspension is dialed, but he has to run a shit ton of camber up front to like clear the fenders, right? And so, but. I mean, he's a, he's a suspension guy, and um, you know he's running it like that. So apparently, there is a way to make it work and actually drive well. I don't want it to be all stanced out just for the sake of, of of making it look good, you know. So there's a little bit more kind of research there on my side that that I need to do because that's the thing. I keep I keep coming back to this, and um, I don't know. I I feel like uh, you gotta you, know. you gotta find the uh, the vintage race guys because. They are doing very functional suspension setups, I would imagine, and they look amazing. And uh, it's not doing the Ollie approach where it's totally refiguring the suspension. Yeah, most of them. I mean, I think some of those guys do like actual real flares, most but of them if do, you can yeah. find a vintage 2002 racer that does not uh have any like any weld on flares that 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 would probably be the guy to talk to yeah have you thought about just having steel wheels like made up like widened and stuff yeah you know, like, i have yeah um, i mean that seems like it might be a cheaper and easier solution yeah but, they but just, it's almost like you need it to that offset for to have the deep dish and everything and have it look good no you can make one. You can make some something similar um, that still has lip. The thing is that I love the Borani look. Like they have a very unique look. Like the holes are triangular; they're not round, um, which looks super cool. I think so. It's um, there's something kind of about that specific wheel that's super appealing. You know, yeah. here's here's I, the I think here's the other angle. I, here's the other angle I was gonna throw out there. So there is a set uh, that of wheels that I could order from Europe that would cost me the same amount. And it's actually exactly what I want. And, um, I, I mean, this, but for some reason, this is where shit gets super weird is that I, I'm not willing to pay for those where I'm willing to pay for the Boranis because I feel like those are going to be more valuable in the long run. But, um, 13 by 7 ATS classics are available in Europe, brand new. You can buy them from, from, um, distributors and it's 1500 bucks. And then they're shipping on top of that. Uh, so it's like, get the wheels that I actually, that I really love those. In 13s, yeah, or, those are awesome. Yeah, or get the Boranis, which I have to do all this crazy shit to fit. So, like, um, dude, but- <laughs> get the ATSs. That's like what you wanted. Those are rad <laughs> yeah, wheels. Yeah, I know, it's, dude. It's- you should get the ATSs. That's like the answer. Like, totally. you're forgetting that you actually found the answer. Yeah. So, uh, for some reason, though, I don't know why I had this mental block where, like, I was not willing to spend that amount on ATSs, and I was okay spending it on the vintage Barani Steelies. But okay. Well, let me <laughs> let me say, I'm not You're sure crazy, that these exact dude. ATS ATSs, but 
as long as they have a deep dish. They I do. think the deep dish is they are. critical the on these 2002s. Classics. Yeah, dude. Like the five spoke stuff. Classics are great looking. I love those. That's one of my favorite wheels of all time. They're really cool. It's kind of like the F40 look. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. Because I was looking at those for a little while. They're not sold in the U.S. Yeah. One thing that is that that I have that I struggle with and I've always struggled with this when dealing with cars is is patience. Like, um, you know, the idea of having to wait a couple more weeks to get wheels. Oh, yeah. It sucks. You know, like I, I want I want the immediacy, but at this rate, I'm not. Yeah, finding... but you have to like imagine how long it will take to do the suspension right totally. and 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 stretch the fenders and then do all that and then to have I'm, it still rub. And I'm not convinced that he's not going to have to do that with ATSs either. There's but... going to be a little bit. We're of work. saying they're the right offset, yeah. right? Well, they only you make probably still one... have to roll a little yeah. bit. No matter what, the the if it's a if it looks good, then you you've done some work. Like yeah. it, it's got to be a really tight fitment. They only so... make them in one offset in sevens, and it's ET twenty. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna require some rolling, um, and a little tiny bit of pulling. But I don't have to go crazy with the camber, you know. Um, so that's what's cool, dude. That's the answer. The only yeah, question cause... is, do you paint them gold or not? They're, I like yeah. the black with the polished accents with this car. That looks good. That looks good. Yeah. No, I was looking at those. Uh, heavily searching for those uh, originally when the W114 Mercedes was more of a thing because they did they used those wheels on the the AMG W114 and they look so good with the right fat tires. I want those on a 914. Nice. I love the ATS. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I guess I guess that you might you guys might have uh, helped push me over the that edge. <laughs> uh, That's what we're here for. Well, yeah. That's our pushing you over edges. Thank you, Lane. Trivia time. That was something. Sponsored by Heel and Toe Apparel. Yeah. Go to heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash DWA. You might get something cool at a discount. Check out their shirts and other cool stuff. 20% off. Father's Day is coming up. Graduation's right around the corner. Grads. Dads. You never know. Get some rad, rad shirts. For your grad and dad. Yep. All right. Today's trivia is brought to you by Special Editions. Today there was a car on Bring a Trailer that I didn't really know existed. I'm going to say the car, and you tell me the Special Edition. For a second, by the way, I thought you were talking about the TV show in the 90s, Special Edition, where they did, like, special reporting. Wait, inside, inside Edition. Inside, inside, yeah, edition. inside Edition. Yes. Good job, though. Um, <laughs> I'm glad I brought that up now. Art, Art, don't blurt it out if you know it. Or if... Because you might have looked at it. I thought that was the question. I thought you were quizzing us. Well, don't let these guys, let these dummies have a what chance. The fuck? He knows that Art reads the internet a lot, so yeah. he probably already has it. 1992 Toyota Celica GT4. Toyota? Um Do you guys have any guesses what the special edition was called? And maybe what race car driver it was named for? Uh, no. 1992 Toyota Celica GT4. Well, it had to be a rally driver, right? That's a good place to start. I don't know any rally driver's names. Oh, I, I got you on this one, yeah. <laughs> what yes. is it, Art? It's the Carlos Sainz. Um, Carlos Sainz edition. edition. Oh. There's one on Bring a Trailer right now, and uh, it's I think it's Vancouver. Is that a cool car or what? Those are is rad. That, uh, yeah. Typically, we got them. They were all front the wheel drive. With the F40 style mirrors, with the little, or you know, with the gap, 
with the top and bottom. <laughs> Lane's just picking M3 the most style. obscure part on the car. Yeah. 36 M3 style mirrors with the top. The yes, and this has um, a hood scoop, four-wheel drive, okay. Carlos Sainz the bubbly, edition. The bubbly with the four round headlights. This one actually uh, was or is it pop-up. Oh, it's a pop-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smooth, yeah, yeah. smooth front yep, end. Yep, yep, yep. That's a good body The style. later one, I think, went to the... Maybe it was a different market. had the round headlights. But anyways, yeah. Carlos Sainz was the race, the driver. So there was a Carlos Sainz edition. Cool. Um, what color? It's black or dark gray hmm. um, with stock wheels. I was thinking red drive, with white, white ah, wheels. Ah, so was I. Four-wheel drive, turbocharged... Toyota cool car. Saga. Pretty cool. Very cool. Um, BMW E30 M3. Art and Senna. No, he drove the Art and Senna. I mean, oh, I know this one too. Um, I'm thinking though, hold on. It's um special edition. Is this also a driver? Yeah. yeah. Or is this just special edition? Ah, dude. And I don't really know how to pronounce his name. It's a really weird. That's what I was going to say. It's a really weird one. It's a, it's Italian or Portuguese. Really weird. Yeah. Um, Wow, Fuck. What is that? Yeah. What is is this also on Bring a Trailer or this is just nope. jumping off? No. Nope, right, just... What is it? We don't know. Chicoto or Sicoto? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the last of the M3s. So after the, after the Evos, they made this. Dude, you're such one a of badass if you're that guy. or something. BMW M3. They only make one. Like, you know, like they make Nike makes Michael Jordan shoes. Uh, I know. And and uh, for the BMW E30 M3, you're they the guy they pick for yeah, you. They name. Yeah, exactly. That's so badass. Um, all right. Uh, last one. The 2002 Monte Carlo SS. Crickets. Dale? Okay. Dale. Dale yeah, Earnhardt. Yeah, yeah. Dale, Dale Earnhardt, the Intimidator. That's right, man. Did anybody else was edition. anybody else thinking BMW at first? I was like, the BMW 2002 that raced in the Monte Carlo Rally. <laughs> I went that route. The SS though. I've never heard of that. I 2002. thought BMW when he said 2002. Yeah. yeah, SS would be very yeah. p- politically incorrect for a BMW. I know, right? Uh, 2002 is the year Monte Carlo, one of the ugliest cars of all time. Well, those are super so round and <laughs> with <laughs> rear end, tail, rear end. That rear end, just like the way it. The yeah. taillights are horrible. The so front, bad, dude. Front wheel drive. Another Intimidator. Uh, another oh melting whale gosh. penis car. That is. That is definitely. Um, so there I've you go. never seen a whale penis, but I understand. I, I can. I you can, can picture it. it. Not but you're going to look it up after the podcast. Yeah, of course. Well, <laughs> looks just like a Monte, Monte Carlo. Carlo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what they. That's what they modeled it after. Um, Interesting. So I think that's a podcast. Lane's yawning. Hey, good, good, good job on the trivia. That was. Lane's that was really solid. tired. Thanks, man. Uh, Art, we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye, cool. Art. Later. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just bought a. He w- just bought like an SEL. Yeah.
Yeah. It looked beautiful. Really good shape. Yeah. He just drove it home from LA. I was like, like, dude, I just I just went down and did road trip for Oh, God, I overheard yeah, yeah, this yeah, part like, of the conversation. I overheard it. I had to walk away. It was Brian <laughs> saying, oh, I just bought a car in LA. And he's like, oh, how'd you get down there? And I hear, like, I hear, like, in the distance, I hear, make a bus. And I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. You're a la, 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 la. Yeah, exactly. I had to leave. I kept that story short.